0: I'm Dennis Estoplasi of Business Mirror, and this is the Border Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Table Tales Tuesdays, a segment of the Border Look Podcast that talks about agriculture and food. Today's episode will look at the issue of rice importation based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters Jasper Emanuel Arcalas and Kai Ferdinari. For more stories on agriculture and food, please visit the Business Mirror website or get a copy of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. The Philippines' rice imports in the first quarter surged by almost 70% year-on-year to about 985,140 metric tons. As importers brought in more staple food in anticipation of tighter world supply, coupled with lower domestic staple output. latest Bureau of Plant Industry data showed rice imports during the January to March period at roughly 404,000 metric tons, higher than the 581,000 metric tons recorded in the same period last year. In March alone, about 414,200 metric tons of rice entered the country. Data from the Bureau of Plant Industry revealed Historical data from the Bureau of Plant Industry showed that the rice imports from January to March is the highest first-quarter import volume recorded by the country since the implementation of the Rice Trade Liberalization Law or Republic Act 11203 in 2019. Fermin Adriano, the Agriculture's Undersecretary for Policy, Planning and Research, cited two possible reasons for the rise in imports. One is the expectation by importers that global staple supply would tighten. The second reason is the projected lower domestic rice output. Adrian explained that some wheat-eating countries in sub-Saharan Africa and Middle East are projected to shift to rice due to global supply problems of wheat caused by the Ukraine-Russia war. Adrian added that importers also brought in more rice from abroad to replace the projected decline in local palai production due to lower yield, as Filipino farmers reduce the amount of fertilizers they apply. Adriana said that the Department of Agriculture estimated the second-quarter rice output to decline by 800,000 metric tons as farmers reduced fertilizer application amid soaring fertilizer prices in recent months. Adriana explained that the projection was made by the Philippine Rice Research Institute even before the Ukraine conflict, which impacted global supply chains. Monetary Board Member V. Bruce Tolentino said the rise in rise imports may have been a result of a confluence of events, which he said are importers' consideration for the country's current stock level, trade conditions, and factors affecting domestic consumer demand. Tolentino told the Business Mirror they all need to make money, and the National Food Authority is no longer a major factor in the determination of market prices. Tolentino added that the importers need to decide what kinds and quality of rice they want to bring in and to find the most competitive supplier from various rice-exporting countries. Given this, Tolentino said, currently wheat prices are high and there is some substitution between wheat and rice, especially in flour and feed. Low-quality rice can also substitute for corn in feed production, Tolentino said. Philippine Chamber of Agriculture and Food Incorporated President Danilo Fausto told the business mirror that rice importers are already stockpiling to ensure sufficient supply amid market uncertainties caused by the Ukraine-Russia war. They are perhaps preparing already for the rainy season, Fausto said. However, Fausto criticized the nearly 1 million metric tons of rice imports in the first quarter alone. He argued this move goes against the agreement between the Duterte government and the rice industry to manage imports during the harvest season. Total rice imports could easily reach 3 million metric tons this year if the rate of volume entering the country continues in the succeeding months, Fausto warned. However, Adriano expects the volume of rice imports to slow down by the second half due to higher prices in the global market. Data from the Bureau of Plant Industry also showed that rice imports from January 1 until April 14 reached the 1 million metric ton level, having reached 1.043 million metric tons, with Vietnam accounting for 75%, or about 780,700 metric tons of the total volume. The agency's data also showed rice imports from countries outside ASEAN, like Pakistan, increased during the reference period. Pakistan exported nearly 71,000 metric tons of rice to the Philippines from January 1 to April 14. More than double the 25,286 metric tons it shipped for the whole year of 2021, based on Bureau of Plant Industry data. The top rice importer from January 1 to April 14 was Besto Industries Incorporated at 80,115 metric tons, followed by Lucky Buy and Sell at 42,497 metric tons. Data from the Bureau of Plant Industry also showed that the Department of Social Welfare and Development, or DSWD, imported 3,909 metric tons of rice in the reference period. The volume is 43.25% more than the 2,602.912 metric tons total rice imported by the Department of Social Welfare and Development for the whole year of 2021, the Bureau of Plant Industry data reviewed. The government, through the Tariff Commission, has started its formal investigation into the merits of extending the lower tariff rate on rice imports, which benefits grain exporters outside of the ASEAN region. Last year, President Duterte issued Executive Order 135, which lowered the tariff on rice imports to 35% until the end of May. The National Economic and Development Authority has proposed the extension of the validity of the lower tariff rate until the end of the year. The Business Mirror booked the story that the country's rice imports last year expanded by 32% to 2.771 million metric tons, the second largest import volume recorded by the Philippines. Bureau of Plant Industry data showed that total rice imports last year rose by 672,000 metric tons from the 2.099 million metric tons recorded in 2020. Vietnam remained as the country's top supplier of rice as it accounted for 85% of the total import volume, or about 2.36 million metric tons. The country's rice imports from Vietnam last year rose by 29% from nearly 1.9 million metric tons in 2020. The Bureau of Plant Industry data revealed. The VAU based NANS2 Agri Traders was the top rice importer last year, accounting for 169,774.95 metric tons, followed by Manila based Besto Industries Incorporated with 129,339.28 metric tons. A total of 154 entities imported rice from Cambodia, China, India, Italy, Japan. Korea, Myanmar, Pakistan, Singapore, Spain, Taiwan, Thailand, and Vietnam last year. The figure was lower than the 193 entities recorded in 2020. Last January, the Bureau of Customs said the government was able to collect 17.9 billion pesos in duties from rice imports from January 1 to December 10, 2021. In a report to the Department of Finance, Bureau of Customs Commissioner Ray Leonardo Guerrero said, this represented a 21.9% increase from the 14.72 billion pesos recorded during the same period in the year 2020. Guerrero said revenues from rice imports during this period came from shipments worth a combined amount of 51.37 billion pesos. The commissioner said that their data showed that for the period December 1 to 10, 2021, the volume of rice imports grew by nearly 488 percent, while revenue also increased by nearly 476 percent. Cumulatively, it grew by 23.4 percent in volume and 21.9 percent in revenue, Guerrero said in his report to the Department of Finance. Guerrero said that as a result of the continuous decline of the price of rice in the world market since May 2021, the average value of rice per metric ton dropped by 1.7% to 18,532 pesos per metric ton for the period January 1 to December 10, compared to the 18,854 pesos per metric ton recorded during the same period last year. Import duties collected from rice imports beginning March 5, 2019 go to the annual 10 billion Peso Rice Competitiveness Enhancement Fund, or RCEF, as provided under Republic Act 11203, or the Rice Tarification Law. The Rice Competitiveness Enhancement Fund is used to finance programs expected to sharpen the competitiveness of palate growers by way of providing them easy access to fertilizer, farm machinery and equipment, high-yield seeds and cheap credit, and offering skills training programs on farm mechanization and modern farming techniques. As February, a coalition of small-scale farmers urged the government to abolish or at least review properly the Rice Tarification Law ahead of the review of the Rice Competitiveness Enhancement Fund this year. The Coalition contra Rice Tarification Law made a call on the third anniversary of President Duterte's signing of Republic Act 11203 that deregulated the country's rice industry. The rice tarification law mandates that Congress conduct a review of the Rice Competitiveness Enhancement Fund three years after the law was enacted. Under Republic Act 11203, the percentage allocation under the RCEF shall be reviewed on the third year of the program for possible revisions should intervention priorities change. The law also required the Congressional Oversight Committee on Agricultural and Fisheries Modernization to conduct a periodic review of the use of the Rice Competitiveness Enhancement Fund. The coalition said the automatic review is important because it would put the rice tarification law at the spotlight of national debate. The coalition, composed of rice farmers nationwide, urged the government to release to the public the achievements and impact of the rice tarification law in the past three years. The group said it is only right that the impact of the rice tarification law be made public, particularly its effects on the lives of rice farmers. The coalition claimed that the rice tarification law only caused a reduction in rice farmers' income for the past three years, citing the plunge in farm gate prices to as low as 7 pesos per kilogram in certain provinces of the Philippines. The coalition also criticized the government's slow implementation of the Rice Competitiveness Enhancement Fund, pointing out that the implementation was inefficient in delivering the farmers' much-needed intervention. In terms of mechanization, there has been slow distribution of machinery, the group said, while some farmers in Visayas are complaining that the machinery they received is not appropriate for their farms, the group added. According to the organization, the rice seeds farmers received had lower yield, while some even had pests. The coalition called on political candidates running in the main national elections to focus on the alleged problems and issues brought about by Republic Act 11203. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel-Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis as of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening. Have a pleasant day.